Welcome to the Cool Kids Readers Theaters Podcast. For this week's episode, we chose a comedy play by D.M. Larson, entitled The Redneck. Our cast features Alicia Willard as Julie, Brittany Lamb as Beth, Patty Noriega as Tina, Corey Jeanette as JJ, Harrison Lamb as Jacob, Bettina Bowler as Mom, Andrew Lebo as Dad, and I'm Sean Marshbanks, sound and podcast producer. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy The Redneck. Julie, a small-town girl with a big-town dream. Beth, cranky friend to Julie and Tina. Tina, airhead small-town girl. JJ, redneck boyfriend to Tina. Jacob, Julie's big-town boyfriend. Dad, Julie's dad. Mom, Julie's mom. Prologue. Tina is watching JJ as he is tuning his guitar. What you doing, JJ? I'm gonna be rich, baby. Really? You win the lottery? No, I'm gonna be a cowboy poet. He continues to tune his guitar. A cowboy poet? But you hate poetry. I know, but this ain't like that hippie crap. It's like singing. What you doing with that guitar? What do you think I'm doing? I'm going to play it while I sing. But you don't know how to play the Okay, here goes. Give me some room. He plucks his guitar throughout and sings badly. I went a-walking. I walked real far. I found a man talking about his new car. That's all I thought of so far. Are you sure you're doing that right? Of course I'm doing it right. Huh. I wonder why them cowboy poets are so popular. He continues to pluck. I went a-walking. I walked real far. Tina walks off and the play begins. Scene one. Lights come up on the apartment of three roomies. Beth, Tina, and Julie. The room is decorated with some of the following. A coffee table is a telephone cable spool. A toilet seat is used as a picture frame. A dead Christmas tree is in the corner. There is a stuffed possum on the shelf. The wall is water stained from years of floods. Elvis memorabilia sits proudly beside the possum. A black velvet painting hangs on the wall. Mail call. No, thanks. I already have a man. No, this kind of mail, stupid. Oh. George Strait Fan Club newsletter for Tina. Thank you. She opens it excitedly. Check out this month's picture. That's obscene. You should see what she paid for the membership. They better give her something good. Looks through the mail. Bill. 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 And throws them in the garbage. Don't throw those away. Julie rescues them. That's where I always put the bills. Ah, oh, look at this phone bill. Final notice, Beth. Ah, don't worry. We got the same one two months ago. I'll just call my uncle at the phone company. He'll take care of it. Julie holds up the bills. I don't care how many of these people you're related to. You'll have to pay them someday. I just figured I'd stall until I got married. And then I'd make my husband pay. Tina shows the newsletter. Look! George Strait underwear! Beth looks at the newsletter. You realize that when you sit down, you sit on his face? You two are so weird. And one envelope for Julie. Junk mail, no doubt. Just throw it in the garbage. Okay, if you say so. But it's a letter from Jacob. Julie runs to grab it. Give it here! She gets it from Beth and exits to her room. Jacob! The man of her dreams. I got plenty of men in my dreams. I just wish some of them were real. Oh, no! That didn't sound good. So much for that dream. Julie? You okay in there? Come on out, honey, and talk to us. Julie comes back out. I've been afraid this would happen. Oh, don't worry about it. They're all jerks anyway. 
no, not Jacob. He's different. He's the sweetest, most sensitive guy I've ever met. If he's such a wonderful guy, why are you crying? Did something happen to him? He's coming here to see me. That's the tragic news? Girl, you need help. Isn't that good news? Don't you want to be with him? Well, I do want to be with him, but not here. He's a big city guy. He'll hate it out here, and he'll hate me for it. I think you're overrea overreacting a bit here. At least give it a try. He'll probably be so busy slobbering all over you, he won't even think about where he's at. He's coming here to see you, not the town. But what about my family? There's no way my parents are going to like him. Why not? Now, wait a minute, Beth. You know how narrow-minded Julie's parents can be. Oh, come on. They can't be that much. There can't be that much that would bother them. Well, he doesn't go to church. Oh, dear. Your grandpa's a minister. He's big into the environment. He thinks all hunters should be shot. Isn't your dad a big game hunter? The biggest. And my uncle is an outfitter. Oh, boy. He doesn't want to have any kids. He thinks the earth is way too overpopulated as it is. Doesn't your grandmother hold a town record for giving birth to the most kids? They have a picture of her at the maternity ward in town. Oh, man. Is there anything else? Isn't that enough? And... This is too much. And he's... He's... It's okay, Julie. You can say it. He's a card-carrying liberal. <gasps> The guy will get shot quicker than a three-legged marmot. Well, he'll hate my family. They'll hate him. And then everyone will hate me. Unless. Unless what? Unless we give him a little makeover. A makeover? What kind of makeover? I don't know. Something that will make him fit in a little better. Do you have a picture of him? I think so. Julie exits. She thinks so? She's got almost as many of him as I've got of my J.J. Why would anybody want to take a picture of J.J. for? What does that mean? Nothing. I think those pictures of J.J. look great. So do pictures of cows, but I ain't gonna hang them all over my ceiling. I want J.J. to be the first thing I see when I wake up in the morning. I'd rather see a toad swallow a horse. I wouldn't mind seeing that either. That would be so cool. Beth rolls her eyes as Julie re-enters. Here's a few. She has several. Man, where'd you get all these? Oh, we took a photography class together. We were each other's favorite things to photograph. How sweet. Beth rolls her eyes. Yeah. Why do you want the pictures? To see if there's anything to worry about when people see him. If he doesn't dress too strange, then that's one less thing to worry about. Ew. Save the whales t-shirt. Dead giveaway. Tina, take notes. I don't know about this. I can't tell him what to wear. You want him to get beat up by the first cowboy he runs into in town? Tina gets a pad. Lose the whale t-shirt. I've got to forget the whale, save a cowboy t-shirt. Perfect. Beth, look. Uh, oh, no. Birkenstock sandals. Dead giveaway. Tina writes. Lose the Birkin. Lose the Birkin. Lose the hippie flippers. I don't know if he has anything else. Well, find him some cowboy boots. Star Trek hat. Lose the Star Trek hat. Got it. Oh, man. Look at those sunglasses. They have got to go. Those are Ray-Bans. Oh, I'm so impressed. I can't do this to him. Fine. Let him embarrass you and himself. Let your parents be the laughing stock of the town. Let everyone in town think you've gone green. Tina sees the picture and gets really upset. Oh, my. Look. What? What? He has a t-shirt that says, eat beef and die. That's it. He's a dead man. Whatever happened to freedom of expression? 
Oh, get off your high horse, Julie. You know, free speech is only free when you talk about what everyone wants to hear. You can't tell me if I went to visit Jacob and his family wearing a, wearing a I eat endangered species for breakfast t-shirt that they wouldn't get upset at me. Face it, Julie. People only express themselves around people who feel the same way. Did that just make any sense? Were you always this slow or did you have an accident? I appreciate you two trying to help, but I think everything will be fine. JJ enters. Knock, knock. We're not home. Oh, yes, you are. You can't fool me. Boy, Tina, you got one smart man there. Couldn't pull one over on him. Tina goes to him. Yeah, he is something special, ain't he? You got a beer, woman? Sure, JJ, I'll get it for you. Yes, JJ, you're as special as a three-eyed frog. Ha <laughs> no. Hey, JJ, I gotta ask you something. Oh, not now, Beth. I ain't up to no thinking. I just got off work. I didn't realize shoveling manure took so much brain power. You'd be surprised. <sighs> I wouldn't normally bug you. Uh, I know those brain cells you got are pretty precious, but yours is, you yours just got a trap. Julie got a problem, and I think you can, you're the only one that can help. I don't have a problem, Beth. Yes, you do, and I think JJ can help. I don't think so. This man is what we need. That's what all the ladies tell me. Beth hits him. Don't get all cocky on me now. Tina re-enters. Here's your beer. Where'd you go to get it? Milwaukee? <laughs> hey, that's good. You know where beer comes from. That's right. Milwaukee, Texas. And you said I was stupid. Well, ceases never wonder. Now you come on over to Uncle JJ and tell him all your troubles. Let's drop it, okay? I'll be subtle. I got my beer. I'm ready to start thinking now. Mm, that'll be a first. Well, Julie here wants to start a business. She does? Yes. She wants to go into the t-shirt business. She takes the pad from Tina, who starts to get it. What I'm going to do is tell you some of the t what some of the t-shirts say, and you tell me what you'd do if you saw someone wearing one. Shoot. Interesting choice of words. This is stupid. Number one, save the whales. Save the cowboys, you jerk. Eat beef and die. Eat this, buddy. Pow, pow. <laughs> I rest my case, your witness. JJ, you wouldn't really beat someone up over a t-shirt. A guy who wears a t-shirt like that deserves to be beat up. <laughs> and if you're going to be doing a business, I'd find a different place to get t-shirts. Man, some guy wearing some dumb t-shirt like eat beef and die? Better hope I ain't got my gum with me. Those veggie pinko commies are going to put me out of a job. And what a job it is. At least he's got a job. There's lots of guys out there who ain't got nothing. These the ones you gotta watch out for. They'd really get you good if you's going around saying save the whales. Man, they'd take you out to the river and send you down to see them. Okay, I get the picture, JJ. He finishes his beer. Oh, thanks, babe. I gotta run. When you coming back? You got more beer? Always. I'll be back soon, man. He kisses her. Don't you be going nowhere either. I will like it when my women ain't around when I'm looking for them. I'll be here. JJ goes. Uh, what do you see in that man? What? What's wrong with him? You keep asking that, and I keep telling you the same thing. If you ain't got it by now, you ain't never gonna get it. What's to get? Never mind. Julie sits looking at pictures. I see what you mean, Beth. Everything he wears screams liberal. The ties, the shirts, everything. I'm sorry, Julie, but he won't last five minutes out here. What should I say to him, though? I can't tell him to forget everything he believes in just so he can see me. Then break up with him. 
tell them you don't want to see them no more. That, that will take care of the problem. I don't want to do that. I mean, what's wrong with asking him to keep a low profile for a few days? He doesn't know how to keep a low profile. He's a major activist. He's always pushing some cause or another. He doesn't know when to quit. Sounds fun. I kind of find it sexy, actually. Seeing him get beat up by a bunch of rednecks won't be too sexy, though. You know, that's the problem right there. Everyone here is a redneck. There isn't anything else. There's no other way to be. And what's wrong with that? I mean, there's so much more out there. There's so much more we can make of ourselves, but everyone here just wants to be a redneck. That's it. That's the answer. We'll just make him into a redneck. That wasn't what I was getting at. But it's a perfect answer. If you can turn him into a redneck for a week, your problem's solved. But I don't want him to be a redneck. Just while he's here. Then when you send him home, he can go back to being a hippie commie, commie scum. This is crazy. You're crazy not to try. What do you want me to do? Call him up and say, hey, Jacob, would you mind pretending to be a redneck while you're here? You're not good enough the way you are, so I want you to pretend to be someone else. That sounds good, except I think that last sentence needs some work. Oh, he'll hate me if I do this. Then he can't be that great of a guy. He is great, but this might be too much to ask of anyone. Tina, what about JJ? Do you think he'd pretend to be a vegetarian liberal to make you happy? Why would he want to do that? To make you happy. He does make me happy. I was speaking hypothetically. Never heard of that language before. You mean you want JJ to learn it? No, Tina, I was just saying. Give it up, Julie. It's not worth it. I guess maybe I should save Jacob the trouble and break up with him. But you love him, Julie. You'd regret, you'd regret that move forever. Oh no, but I can't do this to him. Give him a chance, Julie. You owe him a chance. You at least have to try. But should I tell him? Should I let him come as is? Only if he has a good life insurance policy. You better warn him. He's asking for trouble. I'll tell him some, but not enough to make it seem like I'm trying to fix him. How come you don't want to fix him? He needs some serious fixing. And JJ don't? No. Yeah, JJ is ready for the junkyard. I know. He'd really like to work there, but they ain't hiring. Whoosh. Went right by her, didn't it? What? JJ likes the junkyard. Well, what are you waiting for, Julie? Fine. I'll call him and ask him to come down here dressed like a cowboy, at least. He might do that. Don't talk around the problem, though. He needs to know what he's up against. They ain't like city folk here. Julie's on the phone. Hi, Jacob. I got your letter. Surprised? Oh, yes. <laughs> of course I'm excited about you coming. What's wrong? Back to the girls. He can tell I'm hiding something. Tell him. It's for his own good. Back to the phone. Huh? Yes, I want you to come. It's just that people here are kind of different. No, not like me. Much, much different. We're not quite like the people in the city. They have their own ways of doing things. It's kind of like going to a foreign country. We're not used to people like we're used to. Get to the point, Julie. Well, people here don't accept strangers too easily. I thought maybe you should, that you could, I don't know how to say it. Tell him to watch some John Wayne movies. And some Jim Carrey movies. I love Jim Carrey. I think you've missed the point here, Tina. You were talking about movies, weren't you? Tina, go sit down before you hurt yourself. Oh, I'm so glad you understand. Yes, like a cowboy. Good. That'll do. See you soon, Jacob. Love you. Bye. Love you? This is serious. Yes, it is serious. That's why I'm so worried. Oh, don't be. You've warned him. He'll be okay. Besides, everyone is real nice here. Tina, this is the town that took the only Democratic politician who's come to town and threw him in the river. 
every summer there's a Maine the liberal shooting contest at the fire range, firing range. This is the only town that had a party when JFK was killed. Oh, he's doomed. Now look what you've done. She comforts Julie. Sorry, Julie. I'm worried, that's all. Well, it's no reason to go and upset her. I wasn't trying to upset her. I was trying to upset you. All this liberal talk has got you all worked up, Beth. You need to say the Pledge of Allegiance a few times. It always helps me to calm down after something like this. I would laugh, but I don't think you're being funny. I better go make a shopping list since we have a guest coming. I think it's my week to buy food anyway. Julie exits to the kitchen. I better call him and warn him what he's getting himself into. Do you have his number? No, but all I have to do... She gets the phone. ...is hit redial. I didn't know you could do that. I'm not surprised. Into the phone. Hello, Jacob. This is Julie's friend, Beth. We gotta talk. There's a few more things you should know about this town before you come. It's for your own safety. Here comes Julie. Beth hides in the closet with the phone. You two need anything from the store? Tina tries to get Julie to go. You better go so you can be back here for Jacob. You're right. See ya. Bye. Oh, wait. Tina looks nervous. I need to make a call first. No. No. Here's a quarter. Call from the store. Why are you acting so weird? I mean, weirder than usual. Julie goes to the phone table. Where's the phone? In the closet. Why is it in the closet? I thought it might be more private that way. Julie heads for the closet and Tina stops her. No, don't don't go in there. Why not? Beth is on the phone. In the closet? She's talking to her doctor and he said to go in the closet. What for? He said she need to come out of the closet. Never mind, I don't want to know. Julie starts to go. Beth peeks out. Is she gone yet? No. Beth back into the phone. Well, it was nice talking to you, Father Frank. I'll see you on Sunday. She hangs up. Father Frank? Uh, from church. I was just doing my weekly confession. In the closet? I'm a closet Catholic. I didn't know you went to church. I'm full of surprises. Tina, I thought you said she was talking to her doctor. She was when she went into the closet. I wanted to kill two birds with one stone. You've got to keep up your spiritual and physical health together, you know. I'm not stupid, Beth. Who were you talking to? I told you. Who were you talking to, Beth? Okay. So I called Jacob. It was for his own good. You called him? What did you say? I just gave him a few pointers. Like what? Nothing major, just a few uh, tips on how to dress, how to talk, that kind of stuff. If he looks stupid, he'll look great. He's taking this way too well. He sure is. That's probably the first guy who ever listened to me talk about anything. Maybe you should ask if he could bring a friend. Are you sure the clothes are going to do it, though? It takes more than a cowboy hat to make a cowboy. Maybe we should put that on a t-shirt. No, no more changes. We've asked him to change too much already. I wouldn't introduce him to your parents, then. They'll see right through him. I swear, your dad worked for the FBI or something, the way he grills people. I remember when we were kids, he'd always know when we were up to no good. Beth? Where were you and Julie last night? Were you in the company of men? Were you alone with them? Were you? That is not that bad. Close. That was almost like him, Beth. Years of study. You'd buy an ice cream, and the man would want to know all the ingredients. Now you're overdoing it. Please avoid your father. Jacob's so nice and sensitive. Your dad will probably make him cry. Boys don't cry. Are you some kind of wind-up doll? Pull the string and you say some hick from the stick proverb? Proverb? You mean like the Bible? Whoosh! Stop that! I don't want you two doing anything else while I'm gone. You've done more than enough. We just wanted to help you out, that's all. I know you did. I just hope he didn't mind too much. 
He sounded really grateful. He really wants to make you happy. I have to go get something for dinner tonight. I'll be back soon. Julie exits. Now the real planning begins. What do you mean? Operation Redneck is close at hand. Huh? I'm going to make Jacob into the ultimate redneck. She won't even recognize him when we're done with him. Will she like that, though? Of course she will. Beth starts to search. We need lots of paper and pens. What for? To make notes. I want to write down some tips on how to be a redneck so Jacob can look at it whenever he needs to. That's a good idea. I'm terrible at this stuff, though. I always need something to get ideas from. But what I need is a redneck. Do we know any rednecks? Where are we going to find one? JJ enters. Hey, woman, you got any beer? He goes to the sofa and turns on the TV. Boy, howdy, the rodeo network. When'd you get that? Ask and ye shall receive. JJ? He's not a redneck, is he? Honey, he put the red in neck. Oh, man, my ma can write a bowl better than that. I've got to write some of this stuff down. Where's my beer, woman? Coming. Tina exits. The question is, do we really want Jacob to act like this? Do we really want two of them in the world? What you gabbing about over there? I was just saying out loud how suave and devonier you are. What's that supposed to mean? Tina re-enters. Here's your beer, dear. Beer? Dear. <laughs> That's funny. Thanks. She's a regular comedian. You're just jealous. Yes, you're sure giving me plenty to be jealous of there, JJ. Hey, don't worry, Beth. You'll find a guy tough enough for you someday. I doubt it. Beth takes Tina aside. He'll be perfect. So how are we going to do this? Wait, let's get JJ out of our hair for a few minutes while we're playing this. How are we going to do that? Beth picks up a fly swatter. Hey, JJ, we got too many flies out in the backyard and we want to have a party tonight. Think you get them all for us? I don't know. I'll buy you a six pack. Sure. JJ gets the swatter. You little sucker gonna die. JJ exits. Do you think we can really turn Julie's guy into someone like JJ? I don't know. But for Julie's sake, we gotta try. He isn't gonna like us asking a bunch of questions, though. He hates those thinking things. Let's see. There must be a way. I can't afford the amount of beer it would take. I know. We'll... Here he comes. JJ re-enters. I didn't know you had a bug zapper. Man, those things are so cool. I gotta get me one of those. Hey, JJ, you wanna win some money? Duh, who wouldn't? There's a contest in Tina's George Strait fan club newsletter. There is? Beth gives her a look. Oh, yeah, there is. See, it's a contest for the perfect couple. You think you guys are the perfect couple? Who? Me and Tina? No, you and Hillary Clinton. Of course, Tina. Oh, you bet we're the per- best couple. We'll win for sure. He gives Tina a squeeze. But you gotta answer a few questions. No, I don't want to answer a bunch of sissy questions. That's stupid. Do it for me, honey pie. Oh, man, this is dumb. No way. First prize is a million dollars. Well, maybe I could answer a few. Go ahead, Beth. What's the most romantic thing you've ever done for Tina? Romantic? Uh, probably that time I spray-painted her name on the General Lee Street overpass. Tina smiles happily. That was something. You could have been killed. He used real big letters, too. Too bad he spelled it wrong. It's the thought that counts. I mean, who spells Tina with an E instead of an A? Can we get on with this? I got things to do. Have you ever invested anything for your future, such as the stock market? The stock market? Yeah, I might buy us a cow or two. 
What did you think of the outcome of the OJ, OJ trial? I don't know, but I, I think I like Sunny Delight the best myself. Did they pick Sunny Delight or Minute Maid? I don't remember. What do you think of subdivision? I think they're too hard. I've always been bad at math. Me too. Let's hope your kids don't mind. What? Nothing. Next question. What was the luckiest day of your life? The day I won a free case of all from the Chevron. That was so cool. What is your goal in life? To own my own fireworks stand. You really think you will one day? I don't know, but I can dream. Have you ever done any charity work? I keep trying to take my old stuff to the Salvation Army, but they won't take it. They say, this ain't no dump. Are you the kind of person who would own a personalized license plate? Any plate I get here is personalized to me. Why's that? Because my daddy's one of them guys who makes them. Isn't your dad in prison? Yeah, so? Never mind. Next question. What is your favorite gourmet dish? Pork and beans. Do you own a three-piece suit? I got one on right now. Overalls, flannel shirt, and underwear. And only sometimes on the underwear. <laughs> <laughs> That's more than I wanted to know, Tina. JJ, what is your biggest ambition in life? To get that coon that keeps getting in my garbage. I swear if I ever see him, I'm going to blow his head off. How sweet. If you went on a trip, what would you want to see? I hear that down in Cactus Point, they have the biggest beer can collection in the world. Who is your favorite uncle? My dad. What do you do when you're in trouble and need to find a way out? I think, what would Curly do? What's the first club you ever belonged to? When I was five years old, I became an official member of the NRA. I still have the card. What is your favorite Olympic sport? Mud wrestling. That's not an Olympic sport. Well, it should be. If you ever make your fortune, how will you do it? I had this great idea once. Now, don't you all tell nobody, but I was thinking... What if I got a lot of that other people might need? It couldn't be brains. No! Dirt. I got lots of dirt. Next question. What do you think of gun control? Gun control is a steady hand. Do you know how to use the internet? The internet? That's some kind of new fishing tool? <laughs> If you could pick the eighth wonder of the world, what would you choose? The Budweiser plant outside of town. What's something that happened a long time ago that you're still upset about? That they canceled the Dukes of Hazard. I love that show. They got reruns now on the Nashville Network. Really? Cool. Which family member do you want to be like when you're older? My mama. Really? Yeah. You know how many tattoos she's got? No, and I don't want to. JJ stands and shows Tina. He has his back to the audience. This one is my favorite. Mama's got the same one, too. That's a nice one. It was expensive. I'm still paying this baby off. Who do you admire most? Jack Daniels. What do you want to name your children? Jack and Daniel. You have a one-track mind. I sure am getting thirsty. I think you left a bottle of JD in my room. Boy, howdy, this is my lucky day. JJ exits. I can't believe this. How did he do? Tina, this man is an idiot. I thought he did very well. Maybe I should call someone else. No one could pretend to be this dumb. He ain't pretending. You just ain't giving him a chance. Ask him one more and make it really hard. I bet he'll get it right. JJ comes back from the kitchen. We done with all them questions yet? Just one more, honey. What is your opinion on the Roe versus Wade decision? JJ thinks Tina looks hopeful. Now that's something I thought lots about. But I think I finally settled on what side of that issue. I much prefer to row across a river than Wade. Beth throws her notes in the air. What? 
The river's way too cold to raid across. This is totally helpless. Beth exits. What's with her? Nothing. You want another beer? Oh, baby. You say the sweetest things. He grabs Tina and pulls her onto the couch and kisses her. He stops and looks at her lovingly. You know what, baby doll? What? I wonder what's on TV. Julie returns with the groceries. I'm back. Hey, food. It's not for you. Who's it for? If you must know, it's for my boyfriend. Julie's got a boyfriend. Julie's got a boyfriend. How old is he? He's still a little boy inside. Yeah, a little boy who likes beer. Can I have another one? No, go home. Oh, man. Go mooch off your mom and dad for a while. Beth re-enters. But they won't give me beer. Dead hogs it all. Must run in the family. JJ exits. I've got to get this place cleaned up for Jacob. You can't call him Jacob around here. You got to call him Jake. Jake? I've got all kinds of great ideas for for you. Yeah, JJ helped. JJ? I don't know about this. Trust me, Jake won't know what hit him. That's what I'm afraid of. They exit to the kitchen as the lights fade to black. Scene two. Lights come up on Tina watching at the window. She sees something and gets excited. He's here. He's here. Beth enters. Let's see how he looks. She looks out the window. Oh, no. There's a knock at the door. Julie enters. Let him in, Tina. Hurry before somebody shoots him. Tina opens the door. Hey there. Jacob comes in as a store-bought cowboy. Howdy. Jacob! Julie goes to hug him. Jake. Jake. We thought you'd better go by Jake. Well, that would probably be better than the, the name I came up with. What's that? Tex Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought it was okay until I got here. You should have seen the look on the, I got from the guy at the airport when I said it. I'm surprised no one killed you on the way here between your name and the outfit. What's wrong with my outfit? What isn't wrong with it? It was a nice try, but it looks like you've never been near a barn your whole life. Well, I haven't. (laughs) We know that, but we can't let Julie's family know that. I guess I do kind of stand out. Like a boil on a baby's butt. She takes his hat. First, we gotta make this hat look like it's been around. And stomps on it. Hey, that was expensive. And lose the bolo. I like the bolo. It's way too Kmart. Well, you have to like the belt buckle. I looked for the biggest one I could. They all read. I'm a cowboy. I'm glad somebody thinks so. Is this really all that bad? I'm afraid so. Well, I'm sorry, Julie. I I tried. (laughs) I shouldn't make you try to be something you aren't. That isn't fair of me. You're a wonderful man. I should be telling everyone how excited I am about you. I shouldn't be trying to hide who you really are. Thanks, Julie. Then again, you don't want someone shooting you neither. True. Let's forget it. I can't do this to Jacob. If they can't accept him for what he is, then they can lump it. Yeah, your dad's a real understanding guy. Remember that time he went after the guy with his 22 because he told your dad he thought the NRA was stupid? I haven't seen him since. Can you believe it? Who in their right mind would say the NRA was dumb? Uh, Tina... Jacob led a whole letter-writing campaign to ask Congress to ban assault rifles. You're kidding. And you still want to date him? Don't spread that bit of news around. I think there are more assault rifles here than in the Army. Maybe we should reconsider our take-me-as-I-am idea. I can't make you do that. On the other hand, I don't want to leave town in a box. Oh, don't worry. If they went after you, they wouldn't be able to find the body. Or maybe I should go while I still can. Are you communist? Tina, please. Why, they don't like communists either? Do cows like eggs up their butts? What is this with all the butt jokes? JJ was here. I got butts on the mind. 
He does have a nice one. I was thinking about the one on his shoulders. He doesn't have a butt on his shoulders. Never mind, Tina. Hey, were you calling him a butthead? Hey, everyone, she caught up. Would you two go somewhere else and have this conversation? Come on, Tina. Let's leave these two alone. I can't believe you called him a butthead. Let it go, Tina. Tina exits. I think I liked it better when she didn't get my jokes. Beth exits. I'm sorry I didn't warn you earlier about all this. I was wondering why you didn't want me to come. I, I thought maybe you were trying to tell me things were over. No, never. I was just afraid what you'd think of me if you saw where I came from. Beth enters again to get a magazine. Nothing could make me change my mind about you. That maybe her daddy's gun. Beth. I'm going, I'm going. Beth exits. I wish I hadn't taken this job. I didn't realize it would take so much of my time. I know, and that's why I wanted to come down and see you. I'm so glad you did. They sit on the sofa together. So, did you miss old Tex? More than a fly misses a cow pie. Is, is that good or bad? Depends on who you are. Well, I don't know. Who should I be? Tex, Jacob, or Jake? I don't know. Maybe I'll have to try kissing each of you to see which one of you I like best. Jacob stands and starts acting like Tex or John Wayne. Well, I reckon I'll give that a try. <laughs> give old Tex a little smooch. Julie pushes him away laughing. <laughs> Next. <laughs> okay, well, I'm not sure if this is Jacob or Jake, but let's, let's give this one a try. They kiss. Well, I don't know who it was either, but I like him. They kiss again. Tina comes in, sees them, and leans on the back of the sofa. Well. Jacob and Julie are startled by her. At least he kisses like a redneck. Thanks, I think. Now, the toughest challenge is mom and dad. Maybe I shouldn't meet them. You have to do it at some point. Unless you're not really interested in Julie. Well, of course I am. Beth then, you, then you better meet her mom and dad. No couple can survive without the blessing of mom and dad. So your mom and dad approve of JJ? Sure. We grew up together. He's like family. That's because he is family. He's only a second cousin. They met at a family reunion. We did not. That was my sister and her boyfriend. Oh, sorry. My mistake. You can't be serious. We're not kidding. Everyone in this town is related. Everyone? Uh, let's just say when we have a family reunion, everyone in town comes. Scary. Maybe this wasn't a good idea. No, this was a great idea. I, I want you to get on the phone and call your parents now. Invite them over and I'll cook them my best gourmet meal. Gourmet? You can cook? Just make sure there's some meat in it. Prepare to be dazzled. Jacob exits to the kitchen. Isn't he great? Julie exits. A man who cooks. He's in big trouble. I didn't think men were allowed to cook. If Julie's parents see this guy, they're gonna freak. Poor Julie. Wait, I've got a plan. Come with me. Beth heads for the front door. Tina follows. Where are we going? I've got a plan to save, Jake, to save Jacob. Let's go. Lights fade to black. Scene three. Lights come up with Beth and Tina entering cautiously through the front door. Beth is dressed as an old cowboy, complete with handlebar mustache. Tina is dressed as an old lady. Okay, Julie. We got... We'll, okay, Julie. We'll be gone for about an hour. You ready? Who am I again? Julie's mom. But she doesn't look like this. Jacob doesn't know that. You ready? Sure. Beth opens the door and shuts the door loudly. Does a deep, manly voice. Hello? Anyone home? Who are you again? Jacob comes out in a frilly apron. Shh. Beth sees Jacob. Oh, hey there. Jacob takes off the apron. Oh, hi. Can I help you? Yes, we're looking for our daughter. 
Julie. Oh, Julie went to the store. And who might you be? I'm Jacob, Julie's friend. You mean Julie's boyfriend? I didn't know she had a boyfriend. You don't look like you're from around here. Well, I'm not. I, I'm down for a visit. JJ enters. I'm here for some beer, baby. He stops when he sees them. Hey, everybody, what's... Uh... He sees Beth and Tina. What are you two doing? Oh, hi there, JJ. Uh, why don't we step outside a minute? Why don't you give me a big kiss, Granny? JJ kisses Tina, who struggles a little, and then gives in. Will you two knock it off? <laughs> okay, I can see what's going on here. Jacob pulls off Beth and Tina's disguises and laughs. <laughs> you two were funny. <laughs> I knew something was up the minute I saw you. Who's this sissy boy? <laughs> Your friend here put on the best act of all. <laughs> you did the perfect redneck impression. In fact, you even make rednecks look stupid. You were so funny. What the? You some kind of nut? He can't stop. He's hilarious. Keep it up, funny boy, and I'll take you out back, teach you how to sniff cow pies. <laughs> You're killing me. <laughs> Keep it up, Jake, and he will kill you. <laughs> I'm here for some beer, baby. <laughs> JJ grabs Jacob. Now you die. Beth and Tina scream and jump off of JJ. They struggle to hold him back. JJ lets go of Jacob. JJ and the girls spin around struggling. It looks like a rodeo. Jacob is laughing, thinking it's all for fun. They end up in the kitchen. Julie walks in and sees the mess. What's going on? <laughs> your, your friend's there. What's that noise? Beth runs out. Rope. Where's the rope? Rope? What are you doing? Julie. Oh, man, Julie, we, uh... He's waking up! Who's waking up? We just knocked JJ over the head. Oh, it's about time. <laughs> what did he do? He was trying to kill Jacob. What? Jacob thought that JJ was pretending to be a redneck. Oh, no. <laughs> pretending? Jacob. JJ is always like that. You, you mean he always acts that way? Unfortunately, yes. And I just, oh, I said, I better get out of here. Good idea. Let's go to your place. N no, Julie, I, <clears throat> I'm not going to run. If our relationship is going to work, I have to learn to fit in here like you do in the city. I, I can't run every time someone takes a dislike to me. JJ comes out with a frying pan in his hand. Where is he? Time to go. Jacob runs out as JJ runs after him. JJ, no! Tina runs after them. Beth yells out the door. Tina! Offer him a keg if he doesn't kill him! What do we do, Beth? We don't have anyone who can help. Maybe I better head for the city, too. I'm the one who hit JJ over the head. Tina runs in, out of breath. Tina, what happened? Jacob made it to his car. Oh, good. But then... J.J. jumped on the hood of his car. He didn't. He did. And then Jacob drove off with J.J. still on the hood. Well, that must have turned a few heads. It's not every day you see a redneck hanging on the hood of a Subaru. This isn't funny, Beth. Did I laugh? I said it with a straight face, didn't I? Are they okay, Tina? J.J. fell off. He didn't look hurt. He must have landed on his head. Beth. Sorry. After that, J.J. hopped in his truck and chased him down the road. We better call the police. Which ones? What do you mean? Julie picks up the phone. Call the sheriff and Jacob gets thrown in jail. Call the state police and they'll put J.J. away. Tina grabs at the phone. Call the sheriff. Julie pulls the phone away. No! We have to call someone. They'll get killed. That's it. Let God so sort it out. Beth! Beth! But what do we do then? Flip a coin. Heads call the sheriff, tails the state police. Sounds fair. Sounds stupid to me. Then let them kill each other. Who's got a coin? I've got one. We can't use her coin. That's not fair. Fine. I'll use one of mine. 
She flips. Heads. Yeah. Tina goes what's, to the phone. What's the number? Nine one one. And she hears someone. Oh, hi, Agnes. How's your boyfriend? She goes into the closet. Julie falls on the sofa, upset. Jacob's dead. Sheriff Roscoe will take JJ's side. At least we could have let him make it to the next county. Lights fade to black. Scene four. Lights come up on Julie and Tina, who are really upset, and Beth is comforting them. The sheriff called. He says he took care of it. That's what I'm afraid of. They'll be fine. Don't worry. Tina hears sirens and runs to the window. It's them. Beth goes to the window. What's with them? JJ and Jacob enter arm in arm singing. They are far from sober. Oh, oh mamas, don't, don't let your let sons, sons grow, grow up, up to be cowboys. We're drunk. Drunk? What have you boys been doing? The sheriff, he took us drinking. He did what? He said we needed to learn to get along. And we did after about a six pack. More like a 12 pack. <laughs> <laughs> We're good friends now. At least until they get sober. Come on, Jacob, let me get you some coffee. Julie exits for coffee. Could you put a little whiskey in it? <laughs> so how'd the sheriff find you? I would have gotten away, but I ran out of gas. I would have had him, but the sheriff found us first. Yeah, the sheriff found JJ pounding on my car with a frying pan. <laughs> <laughs> you should see the dance. They're so round. <laughs> As they laugh, they give each other some playful punches on the arms and fall on the couch. You know what I'm going to do, Tina? Don't you dare puke on our rug. I'm going to teach Jake here to be a regular homeboy. Well, nobody knows how to be a redneck better than JJ. JJ is the man. Okay, I've got some coffee going. Why don't you guys come in here and have some? Jacob and JJ help each other up and head for the kitchen. Was that really your grandma at the bar? Yeah, she can outdrink any man, woman, or child in this town. I remember the time she had herself a keg of bingo. They exit to the kitchen. I don't know about this. Maybe I never should have let Jacob come here. Actually, I'm liking him better and better all the time. Tina exits to the kitchen. I have a terrible feeling about all this, Beth. JJ, dinner with my parents, everything. Come on. I'm sure things aren't as bad as they seem. They certainly couldn't get any worse. Knock at the door. Oh my heck. Who is that? Beth looks out the window. Things just got worse. It's your parents. What are they doing here? I'll sneak Jacob and JJ out the back door. Beth heads for the kitchen. Thank you, Beth. It's probably the best thing we can do for now. Beth exits and Julie opens the door. Hey, what are you guys doing here? Well, I say, can't we drop by for a visit? Sure, it's just that things are kind of crazy right now. There's a crash heard in the kitchen. Mom heads for the kitchen. What was that? Uh, I think a couple of raccoons got in there. Beth and Tina are taking care of it. Coons? I'll go get my gun. No, no, Dad. No guns. That's okay. I ain't no problem that can't be solved with a gun, sweet pea. Mom goes to the kitchen door. I have singing in there. Julie grabs Mom and leads her away from the kitchen. Beth and Tina do that to calm the raccoons down so they can catch them. Oh, sounded like men's voices. You got guys in there? Well, uh... Jacob, Tina, and JJ enter arm-in-arm arm singing. Happy, Happy, trails Happy trails to you Until, until we meet again Beth follows them out looking sheepishly at Julie. Look who's here! It's Julie's can! Jacob goes up and shakes Dad's hand. Howdy, partner. <laughs> goes to Mom. Howdy, ma'am. You're one fine-looking filly. <laughs> I 
I told him to say that. <laughs> oh, joy. She rushes to separate mom and dad from Jacob. Who is this young man, Julie? I haven't seen him around here before. Beth rushes up to Jacob. Oh, him. Uh, he's my boyfriend. Uh, come on, Tex. Time to ride off into the sunset. <laughs> she steers Jacob back into the kitchen. Tina takes JJ back to the kitchen, too. Come on, JJ. Let's saddle, saddle up, too. JJ smacks her on her rear. Yeehaw! <laughs> they all exit, leaving Dad, Julie, and Mom looking shell-shocked. I didn't think there was another man alive like JJ. I'm sorry to see that there is. Oh, he's not that bad, really. He just, well, he... No, you don't have to defend Beth's boyfriend to us, dear. I just promise me you won't hook up with a sorry varmint like that, okay, Puddin? Yes. Why don't you find one of them nice city boys, like the ones you went to college with? What? Yeah, uh, them city boys have a future. Uh, they're going to make something of themselves. Uh, the boys here are just going to find themselves doing the same dead-end jobs that Pappy's is doing. There ain't no future here. Well, that's why we sent you to college, dear, so you'd have a future. I, now, now, don't get us wrong. We love having you here, but you never would have got that great job at the bank if you didn't have that college degree. I'd probably still be a waitress otherwise. Don't waste your time with these boys around here. They're trouble. Besides, most of them are related anyway. <laughs> <laughs> here, I wanted to drop off this letter from your college. It got sent to our house by mistake. Looks important. Julie opens it. It is important. I've been accepted to the graduate program. They're offering me funding, too. Mom hugs her. Oh, that's wonderful, dear. Go back and get yourself a man. It's an education I'm looking for, Mom. Not a man. I say, uh, you ain't one of them lesbos, are you, sugar pie? No, Dad. Don't worry. I like guys. She just has priorities. <laughs> See, I can sound smart, too. You are smart, Mom. Both of you are. I see you, honey tot. Congratulations. Uh, come over tonight. I'll make you a nice cake to celebrate. Thanks, Mom. Goodbye. Julie shuts the door and goes to the couch silently and plops down, totally drained. Beth peeks out. The coast is clear. Jacob comes out upset and head hurting. Julie? He goes to Julie. Everything okay? Not really. Mom and Dad think you're a total creep. Jacob falls onto the couch. Oh, great. But, but I thought that's what they wanted. So did I. But no, they don't want me to have anything to do with the rednecks around here. They want me to find a nice city boy. Hey, that, that's good, isn't it? But they've met you and think you're a stupid redneck. I know. Tell them that Jacob's twin brother named is named Tex. Tell them Tex introduced you to Jacob. I'm not going to lie to my parents. Why not? It always works for me. You're not helping, Beth. I guess I never should have come, huh? I, I better head back home. Yeah, you better. Jacob gets up, looks at Julie a moment, and then heads to the kitchen and exits. What? You're just letting him go? JJ comes out. Julie, what do you think you're doing? Huh? You have my buddy pretty dang upset in there. How dare you break his heart like that? JJ, please, not now. Man, you women are all so darn difficult. You make it so hard on us. First you act like you like us. We do what you want. Then you hate us for doing what you want. I hate to admit it, but J.J. is making sense for once in his life. That guy in there would do anything for you. If you don't see that, then you ain't worth it. You know what, J.J.? She gets up. J.J. backs away, thinking he's going to get hit. You're right. I am? I'm going with him. Beth smiles. You are? 
Jacob comes out of the kitchen with Tina. Jacob? Don't, don't worry, I'm going. No, wait. I'm sorry. She smiles at JJ. Someone told me I'm being too hard on you, and I think he's right. How about a second chance? You'd do that for me? No, a second chance for me. Jacob hugs her. I'd give three or four chances. They exit back to the kitchen. Tina hugs JJ. I love a happy ending. You know what? That makes me the hero. I saved the day. What do you say we go celebrate? Okay. JJ and Tina exit out the front door. Beth sits on the couch and breathes a sigh of relief. <sighs> what a day. She turns on the TV. And over in time for cops. Hey, that's Cousin Bo. Run, you good-for-nothing redneck. Lights fade to black as the cop's bad boy theme plays. End of play.